Welcome to another episode of Recovered Life. I am Damon Frank, and I am here with Kevin Klein, spiritual transformation coach. How you doing today, Kevin? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for coming on the show. You know, we have been having a conversation uh, for the last couple of weeks about the spiritual principles that could be applied to recovery from an exciting book that you're reading called When Things Fall Apart. So tell us a little bit about the book. Well, When Things Fall Apart is written by Pema Chodron, and she is uh, a Buddhist teacher with many, many years of of her own learning, her own experience, and uh, being able to translate that in a very accessible manner so that people can read it. And it could be difficult to sort of grapple with some of this stuff and and um, make it apart because, you know, when we do work, sometimes it, it's hard. Yeah. Um, you know, what I loved about this when we first started talking, what I really loved about it was the title. I mean, honestly, you got me at the title because so much yes. of recovery is watching things fall apart and finding out how to how to kind of rebound from that and how to kind of categorize that in your own mind. And in, in some ways, I'm going to say, use that as a powerful force in your life. Correct. And the, the, the biggest takeaway, I believe, from this book is that things are always going to fall apart and they're going to come back together and they're going to be different. Then they're going to fall apart again. They're going to come back, you know, and it's just this, this series of life's ebbs and flows and, when we can really come to understand that and not try to fight it, then we have a greater expression of freedom in our life. It's when we, you know, try to work it or manipulate it, you know, think, oh, if I do this or do that, then somehow my life will be okay or it'll be better or, or I'll be safer or whatever the, you know, the minutia is in our heads. Exactly right. You know, Kevin, one of the questions I was going to ask you was, as a spiritual transformation coach, one of the big things that you had brought up to me was about when things fall apart was ego. What, what tips can you give us here as an expert about dealing with ego and things falling apart? Well, if you try to fight the ego, you will always lose. Always. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's only when we acknowledge, one, that exists, two, that it is never going away, three, that it thinks that its only job is to keep, keep us safe and out of harm's way, and that when we can learn to accept that and make friends with the ego and acknowledge that it is trying to share, and then what I have said, thanks for sharing, now go to your room. And just move on with what I know is a higher thought. If I try so, to fight it. Yeah. So are you saying that the ego is always talking to you? Is that basically is that ego is constantly talking with you and you're and in recovery, a lot of times we're fighting what that's saying, right? Well, it used to always fight with me. It doesn't anymore for me. I mean, it'll come up, it'll say something and I'll laugh you know, because it's trying to share something absurd, you know, like I have manipulation power over another human being, you know, or that if I, if I do something a certain way, 
that I can make a situation better, you know, under my own ego power. And that's a lie. It's a lie. And, you know, I've been around long enough where I just laugh at it now. I catch myself and, and then just move on. It, it, yeah, it doesn't have a lot of power in my life. I would love to say it has none. But uh, the truth is, is because it never goes away. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, just just for me, just trying to 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 make friends with it and to uh, acknowledge that it really believes it's trying to do the best for me. That's you know, interesting. That is process. interesting because, you know, one of the things that um, is is a common topic in recover in recovery and with recovered pe people is the ego. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes we look at the ego as a hundred percent enemy. It's like, this is the Correct. person that I'm fighting all the time. And if the ego wins, everything is going to be terrible. And I guess, I'd I, you know, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that because what you're saying is the ego sometimes can be your friend and it can give you signs. Well, the ego, sorry, I'm sliding. The ego, <laughs> um, the ego is part of the human function so that we won't like stick our hands in fire you know, or run in front of a raging dinosaur, you know, I mean, there are things or, or eat the wrong kind of food because, you know, intuitively knew, we know that's poisonous, right? So the ego has an absolute place in the human function. It's been over the course of time and growth, I'll say, that the, uh, as human beings have learned to understand that they think and learned that they could learn, and they started expanding things that the ego started to grapple with, well, wait a minute, but is that safe? You know, so, um, and then coupled with everything that we learn in childhood that, you know, is going on in the back of our heads, right? And, you know, uh, sometimes on a tape, sometimes not, that the ego then thinks it's got a bigger, it's got a bigger sense of responsibility than it yeah. really needs to have. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, no one comes into recovery because everything's always is great. Usually right. what why I so much love this topic is that really people come into recovery and everything does fall apart. And many people feel that they're gonna first come into recovery, they're gonna get sober, and that everything is going to be hunky dory. Right. But what right. what most people learn is that it's a series of things falling apart, especially at the beginning, and sometimes in rapid succession. Well, yeah, and and actually, I think that's wonderful. It's like people talk about having breakdowns or not; they're breakthroughs. You know, we come we come into into a recovery program of whatever kind, and we've got this death grip on our lives. You know, because we've been so afraid for so long. And the only way that can get better is if it falls apart and we're open to different and new things. As long as we're hanging on to things, we have no choice. We have yeah. no room for growth. Yeah, letting go is probably one of the biggest spiritual lessons that I have learned in recovery. And actually looking at things falling apart, I know we had had a, a personal conversation a couple of months ago, and I was sharing that I was actually excited that certain things were starting to fall apart in my life because it meant new things were going to appear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How, how does, you know, my last question for you regarding ego is how, um, how do you handle in recovery and process uh, 
when thing when you're the most vulnerable, when things are falling apart, when you feel like you're not getting what you want or need, and that ego then all of a sudden pops up and says, "Knock knock, here I am. Let me tell you what to do." How, how do you, for, as a, as a spiritual coach, how do you? What's your advice on dealing with that? Well, first, I think it's actually going to say, "I told you so." You know, if I think for most people, the ego, well, well you know what? I told you. Uh, and, you know, because it predicts, because we have habitual thinking. Uh, how do I say this? Um, when you say that when we have habitual thinking, are you, are you really talking about the same conversations that are coming up over and over and over again? And that could be negative things. That could be go out and use, do something destructive, right? As a response to things falling apart. Um, but what specifically do you do when those come up? What's the process that you do to analyze what message the ego is trying to give you and put that in the right category, the right place in your life? Well, when I first came in, I couldn't distinguish any particular voice in my head. It was all one loud scream, you know, mm -hmm. and, and so it just was overwhelming. And I would just run to meetings and run to meetings and be with people. And I didn't want to be alone with my head. It was a dark, you know, dark alley to go down. Didn't want to go there. And that worked for a while, you know, and then I, you know, did the process of my writing and, and uh, sharing and therapy and, and everything else. And I learned to distinguish between the ego voice and the still small voice. And because I can do that, uh, it was a process of when I would catch myself, I would pray. And then I would pray and then I would pray. You know, my first, my first and best tool is prayer. That's powerful. Because so that's your go-to when your ego feels like it's overwhelming you, you immediately go into a spiritual practice. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, Absolutely. that's a, that's a, that's a major takeaway. For everybody. Yeah, because the, you know, if if we think the ego has power, the ego tells us has it has power. That's a human construct. It's in, it's in the world of effects, and it really has zero power. The only power that we have that we've been told over and over again is when we're in alignment with with our higher power, or I, I call God. And that's the only thing that honestly works in my opinion. Well, you know, you know what I what I love about the advice and what I feel is so helpful especially to new people in recovery is being able to identify, okay, hey, that's the ego talking to me and not try to spend all of your energy trying to shut that out and shut it down. To actually, you know, a huge tip that you just said here on this episode is to acknowledge it have a conversation with it and understand what it is and what it's maybe trying to do and light, lighten up a little bit regarding that, right? We don't have to totally block it out. We can listen to it, put it in its place, have a conversation and say, you know what? Thanks so much for the advice, but I'm not going to take it this time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, great. Thank and, you, Kevin. And laugh. And laugh. And laugh. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, 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 and hopefully doing a lot of that in recovery. Thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate it. this has been an amazing episode of Recovered Life. And if you want to know more about Kevin, you can reach him on Recovered Life and we will post that here in the stream. Thanks so much. Bye, Kevin. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Keep the conversation going. 
Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free, and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.